It's Gatesby with Blake Redden and Jason Bonington. Good morning to you guys. Morning, Gareth. Or good morning, afternoon. Gareth. How are you? Good, thank afternoon, you. Yes. Well, it is afternoon, you're right, yeah. Now, you said something on In the Gig there on, I think it was <laughs> no Tuesday night, and uh, you said, if Tell Me Tales gets beat, and I should have got the boys to save this and play it on this show, and I forgot to, which is my fault, but mm. you declared that if Tell Me Tales, I first asked you, I was sitting next to you, and I said, what are you saying? So if it loses, Jason, you'll shave your beard. And you went, mm. oh, it won't lose. A dollar forty is a great price. If it loses, I'll shave my head. And guess and what? And my beard. And, my, and beard. my beard. And she never looked like winning there on the weekend, Jason. Well, look, um, at the end of the day, Saturday was a very a, a very difficult day on a number of levels. I'm Collingwood supporter, so things weren't working out there. I had a couple of each-way plays at Melton, and they they went under. And I was just started to feel there was an inevitability, Gareth, about this situation with Tell Me Tales. So I was putting down just the uh, the odd frothy, and I realised I'm in, I'm in big bother here. And I saw when Puppet went back, it wasn't going to end well. But at the end of the day, it has been, uh, you know... It's been exciting to see the people, I guess, watching the race and wanted to see bad things happen to me. And that's happened through the course of most of my life. I'm sure you were cheering hard watching the race and Tail with Tails did get beaten. So I will be shaving my head. And as Blake, I'm actually more worried about losing the beard, Nilly, and Blake could have not said anything then, but he's, <laughs> he's decided to mention that the, the little, the wispy, the wispy little beard that I've been rocking for the last few years will also be going west. So we're going to well, have a lot of fun tomorrow on the well, gig. You can look at the positive side. That beard looked... Amateurish at at best. It looked well, like you're a 15 year old teenager. It was like um, fluff. It was disgusting, really. Well, and well, your the, hair. Uh, well, the 15 year old is a teenager, so you've absolutely nailed that, Gareth. Yeah. But um, look, at the end of the day, I've I've just come to uh, come to come to enjoy it. So it's going to be it's going to be difficult, but it's for a good cause now. I'll, uh, I've uh, I've hooked up with the world's greatest shave. So if anybody wants to go to the Twitter, my Twitter account, there's a little link there, and we've raised over a thousand dollars so far. And I'd love for people just to get involved yep. because I'm doing it regardless. We already know I'm doing it. A bet's a I'm bet. Not, I'm not going to welch on the bet, but I reckon why not make some money for a very very good cause at the same time. What were you saying at the TV to Chris Elford at the start? Because we love the puppet she here. She doesn't have the speed. That's She's... what I thought. And so I don't know why you were declaring it. That's why it was a dollar forty, Jason. Well, I'm t- well, we're actually a dollar forty into a dollar twenty there, mate. So, yeah. uh, so basically, everyone, everyone agreed with me. I think that Tell Me Tales wasn't going to get beaten. Uh, if somebody had told me that Rock and Roll Chapel was going to beat Tell Me Tales <laughs> in a race, I probably would have said, I probably would have said, I won't, I won't just shave my beard and head. Look, I'll, I'll mm, go anywhere yeah. you want, but. <laughs> Uh, as it turned out, Rock and Roll Travel, who's been in really good form, but yeah. you know, not in the same class as Tell Me Tales, did beat her. And it was just, it was it was uh, the cherry on top of the Sunday that was an absolutely yep. woeful Saturday in all regards. <laughs> okay, five things we learnt. We'll kick off the cool trotter finds his best form to trumpet in the true Roman. That was magic cool for Chris Finozio, who trains and drives. And he was sort of building to this, wasn't he? His last run, I thought, was better, and he was uh, he was trending in the right direction. And um, he obviously joined Chris Finozio this preparation, and we know how much talent he showed as a, a two and early three year old. He's had his injury issues, obviously, but uh, that was some sort of wind bond to just spear the gate lead and dominate what was a you know a quality field. You know, Sons, Savannah, JJ, and Tornado Valley, and McLovin. 
still a good quality free-for-all trot race. Um, that was an Im- impressive performance, I thought. We all know, we've, we, we've always known how talented Magical is. As a younger horse, he was probably, well, he won the Need for Speed Prince finally. He was the best three-year-old, early three-year-old of his generation. And unfortunately, he's gone through you know, a fair bit magical. And you always wonder, can they get back to their best? Matty Craven trained him back then. Chris Finozio now, as you mentioned, Gareth. And uh, it's just, you know, it's always so rewarding uh, just as a fan to watch a horse like that get back to his best. But a terrific job from Snooze. He's just... He's doing such a great job. He's had wonderful apprenticeships with some of the best trainers going around in Victoria and Australia. And uh, Magical now, if he can just continue on this ascendancy, we know it's, you know, a lot of chopping and changing at the top level with the square gated. So he can be in the mix over the next 12 to 18 months if he just keeps getting better from here. Okay, let's have a look at point number two. Chapel Charges, the new people's horse of Australian (laughs) harness racing. Late to take out the tailor-made Lombo. In fact, I put her into the category of a tailor-made Lombo now as one of my all-time favourite <laughs> mares. Joey Pace, take a bow. Defeats Beach Garden. Uh. And Tell Me Tales couldn't even beat Beach Garden, Jason. Let's not, let's not get silly, Gareth. But Tell Me Tales was absolutely enormous under the circumstances. But um, they ripped 26-5 down the yeah. back. Uh, pretty slow first half for a short course race. Was she enormous? They've gone 28-9 home. Should she not... Even being wide on the track, running 26 But she's done, she's done all the chasing yeah. in the 26 five. I don't know what quarter she's run down the back. I suspect she'll be much better for what she oh, did. No, <laughs> I'm not going to get silly, but she won't get beaten by those those horses again. <laughs> um, so you can follow Tell Me Tell. She's the best mare in the country. There's no doubt about that. But, Would you chop off your left hand if they beat her again? Uh, oh, mm. I, no, I do like to play a little guitar, so probably we'll leave the, uh, <laughs> like we'll leave the hands guitar. intact. <laughs> Uh, the stranger, yeah, no. Look, we will be um, we will be following Tell Me Tales, but Rock and Roll Chapel, very, very. Uh, well, she's been in you know career best form for the last, I think this whole sort of year, pretty much. She's been yeah. outstanding, Rock and Roll Chapel. So a really good win to her, and it just shows as well, Bakes. I guess that the top end for the mares, that's a chopping and changing landscape as well. And Beach Garden. Uh, probably, I don't know how much longer is left in her career. That's her last run, I reckon, maybe even Beach Garden before she goes to the breeding barn, potentially. And I wouldn't mind getting one of her foals, but she's been very good this preparation as well. And tell me, tell she'll only get better. Yeah, clearly the sprint trip has played into their favour, those on pegs um, out of trouble. So... While there might not be much between them, I do agree that Tell Me Tales is, is still the best horse in the race. It was just a matter of circumstance. But um, all credit to Rock and Roll Chapel. And as you say, Beach Garden's um, probably off to the breeding barn, but she's done an excellent job. Okay, we're at the halfway mark here in the three. The hair can't be caught in sippy finale. He did. He ran home in 26 and change, didn't he? Sizzling. Sizzling. hair. Sizzling. The rabbit. Six, six, the rabbit. Um, yeah, I mean... I think we all expected that he get across Shorty's mate pretty quickly in the in the sixth event on Saturday night at Tabcourt Park, Melton. He did same. He elected to hold the lead, and uh, his stable mate couldn't run past him higher than an eagle. So I know that you know he's probably a, a horse that some people don't love. He's not the most endearing horse, but I think he's. He is a lovable horse. He plays through the grades, and he, and he, I mean, he competed in Inter Dominion, so he's, yeah. a, he's a he's a very very good horse. What he is, and what he always has been, and what he always will be, is a short course specialist. Yep. With, yeah. I would say there is no faster horse off the gate in this state. Definitely not in this state. Maybe in the country. He is when he's let rip, um, he, he is just blazing, and that's what he's able to show. Higher than an eagle normally leads in his races, yeah. but he he couldn't deal with the early speed. Of uh, of Audi here and and uh, it, look, he's a very very good horse. Early birthday present for Kima Freni. She drove a double, of course. It was mm-hmm. her uh, it was her birthday the next how, day. So well done to her. How come 
out of here then with the gate speed, with the stable mate always going to get to the pegs first, higher than Eagle. Pay $11.80 with Kima Frenning in the gig. Hindsight's a beautiful thing. People okay. don't like him, Gareth. Yeah, and, and also higher than an eagle. I think most people even now, like they didn't see the race, you, you, you tell them that Audi Hair's in front and higher than an eagle's behind him, and they'd probably think that higher than an eagle might have But how do they love higher down. than the eagle? Like, please, isn't well, he's he a, pro- he's a, Well, his last run was better. Yeah, but please, he's one of those horses that's been built, built up like a superstar but fails <laughs> to deliver. He has a very similar trick. He likes to lead. He's pretty, he, he is pretty much an Audi here without quite the level of gates. But to be fair, you, like you say, Gareth, hindsight's a, a wonderful thing. But higher than an eagle hasn't, hasn't actually reached mm-hmm. the heights that Audi here has. So you're quite right. We all uh, we all should have been on at the $11. But as Saturday was Saturday, we weren't. We're nearly time for a, a break here on gate speed. We've still got three more points to have a chat about, including Spankham that was too good in a lead-up race to that New Zealand Cup. Jason, just quickly, a few text messages coming through. Are you going a one or a zero? Uh, definitely. I, like, twos and fours have been spoken about. I'm going to go a one, Please. definitely a one. Um, not I, a zero? I, 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 I may even, may, we'll discuss a zero. What I'm not doing, Gareth, is having him pull the shaver out and do the full, just, the full, as though, as okay. though you know, I'd... I'd I draw the line there, but I reckon a one definitely I reckon I can commit to. I just want to play you a grab there. Roll it, Parks. I'll tell you what, right now, <laughs> forty. tell me tales. It's a great price. Gamble responsibly. She will start $1.04. Mm. She cannot possibly be beaten. It would take a natural disaster what will you do to tell me tales to get beaten. Beat. I, I tell you what, punters out there that put their last on you, and I, we gamble responsibly, of course, here on In The Gig, but what we, will you shave your beard? I'll shave my head. I'll shave beard. my head and my beard if Tell Me Tales gets beat. This is on record, folks. And Tell Me Tales, I hope you, I hope you get beat now. <laughs> <laughs> she'll she'll win, She'll just be winning. I, poly- <laughs> I apologise to the connections to Tell Me Tales because we don't want your horse getting beat. But, boy, if it was ever going to get beat, um, it's good for harness racing, I think, on, on Saturday night because it will get plenty of coverage now, this sport, especially on the, in the gig, when Jason <laughs> shaves his head. Here's a quick question. What were you going to say, Bon? Because Gareth obviously jumped in with Shave your, mm. your beard and then it went to head. What were you going to say before when he first asked, what will you do? Uh, You're about to wind up with something. Mm. Oh, no, no. Look, I, I can't really tell. I don't think I was going to do anything more destructive than shave my head. And all, people will see. As I was saying, I was just having an intergig production meeting. My... Both my ears sit about three or four horses off the peg. So <laughs> that you, I'm, go, I'm going to look disgraceful, Gareth. So mm. I, I'm, I'm getting my right whack here. Well, mate. Uh, there's not much there to work on. Um, <laughs> okay. And you're not the most prettiest man these days in the game with your, your fluff <laughs> on your face. So it could be a fresh start to start again and maybe go for a new look, Jason. Well, Gareth, look, you've gone for plenty of looks of recent times. Hillsville's yeah. about to go, so we better head there. But okay, no, what, just you... let me do the hosting because I need to oh. do a sting so we can break right, it up, all right? Go, on, go and sting it, mate. Quickly. All right, then. Okay, we're up to point number four. You're with Jason Bonington, Blake Reddin and Gareth Hall for gate speed on this Monday afternoon. Here we go. Spankham Spears home in an easy Hannah Memorial success. Jason? Favourite for the uh, favourite for the New Zealand Trotting Cup now and yep. I reckon second favourite for the Inter-Dominion and uh, we know he's already a Miracle Mile winner. He's a star, Spankham. Uh, so uh, a wonderful win, Bakes, but another run in the race actually caught your eye a little bit as well. I would oh, well, I, think, I don't think I'm... Uh, 
I'm out of my own here. What a run it was by Chase Auckland, who um, galloped early doors, galloped again with a lap to go, and was still running on at the end. Obviously, Spangham had plenty in hand, so don't get me wrong. He was uh, he was clearly the best horse in the race uh, with the right favours, but no, it was, I think it was a good lead-up race. The, the top three drew away from Chase Auckland, who was a clear fourth, and I think we learnt a fair bit going forward. Spankham, um, too good for Ultimate Sniper and Co., so... Yeah, good race and strong win from Spanking with you, something in hand. I see Jason's typing on his computer in the background there. I guess they would have went a, a slow first half. Yeah, they went a very slow first yeah, half. They, which they absolutely the, walked. That's get, the get, story. Get, get. Gareth, the, is, Gareth, has got it. Gareth is really, he is he's launching an assault. Every single time there's a New Zealand Cup lead-up race, he's he's disgusted by the uh, the fast Lily tempo and the fact they just sprint a half. Well, and I'm not understand. disgusted. I just think you don't learn anything. They're pointless lead-up races because they walk and a horse like Chase Orc and they go, oh, wow, did you see that? Oh, it just flew home <laughs> after galloping. Well, they went 34 for the first quarter there over the stand. Like, please, I could make up ground after galloping and still run on and look good. Yeah, It's... it's you, you you don't learn anything from mine because if you lead, you win. And usually it's dominated by the all-star team. So you have to wait until they, they put some tempo and they go a little bit up front. But you never, you're never going to learn until New Zealand Cup arrives. Um, oh, speaking so, of something you, good about that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I like it. You know? Yeah. Oh, now you like it. No, but what I'm saying is that you can't mislead the punters, boys, and say, gee, Chase Auckland was good. <laughs> Um, and it's not it, misleading at all. What about this? This is off topic here, but I'm going to put it in. Tiger mm-hmm. Tar, is he finished? No, oh, that's, uh, that's harsh. Well, I think he's, I'm willing to say he's definitely at the crossroads, whether he's finished or not. Is The, the whole thing, as we know, is it can, all, it can all come to an end very, very quickly. And we know this uh, in the world of harness racing. I know these days younger horses are getting to the top quicker. We're having four-year-olds that can win major races. But generally speaking, the way it's always gone is that you need to do your apprenticeship like a good footy side, get into a semi, then a preliminary, then start winning your grand finals or your grand circuit races. And quite often by the time that you get there... You're peaking, but you're also yeah. potentially about to fall off a cliff as well. And Tiger Tara, I know that Kev keeps saying he just needs more hard racing, and that might be the case, but this is a horse who's quite often been able to go into major races first up from a break and go huge. He led over 2,300 metres, got the lead very easily Friday night at Menangle, and didn't fire a shot. So, you know, the time's coming where if he doesn't show something soon, the, the fears that it yeah. is all coming to an end might might be realised. And he is a big bull, so it might take him a little while to get back into peak fitness. But it, for the first time, I was concerned there on Friday night. Point number five, back on track here. Raptors clings on for another victory. That's Raptors' flight. Yeah, I mean, I was a very surprised, I guess, that he was afforded the front through the early middle stages with Van Dan to letting him get to the pegs. And from there... Um, you know, he's just done what he's been able to do. I think the, uh, you know, and this isn't um, disrespectful, but I think the walls are probably closing in on him. He he got a bit tired late, Raptors flight, and he's done an excellent job, an outstanding job since coming to Australia. But um, to my eyeball, that was the win of a horse who's just about reached the the end of potentially, you know, the, the improvements. Well, the, 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 the narratives of he and Live on Broadway have been eerily similar, haven't they, in terms of the fact that a couple of times they haven't looked 
wildly impressive, but they've kept finding a way to win. And we know how hard it is. I don't care, new rating system, old rating system. When you keep stepping up in grade, to keep finding a way to win tells you that they've both got the potential to be very, very good horses. I probably thought, uh, you know, three-quarters of the way through this winning phase after all the good draws that he had and being able to lead that Raptors flight was going to hit the wall at some point. But... At the end of the day, Gareth, all you can do is win, yep. and that's what he keeps doing. So I I'm not going to anoint him any sort of superstar at this point, but the fact that both those horses have just kept their winning streaks going is a great testament to them. Blissful Mare makes mess of her rivals in a powerful statement. That's Miss Blissful. I'm big on this. I don't know what your thoughts were, Bon, if you saw it. I'm sure you did. I did. Miss Blissful for Andy Gath. The way she won on Saturday night at Tabcor Park, Melton, I know she didn't beat – well, we don't know what she beat really with Champagne Prince and Co., but – the way she not did much. it, oh, maybe not, maybe not. But I'm telling you, the combination of Norm Jenkin owning Andy Gath training bought from New Zealand is a pretty good start. But, <laughs> but the way she did it, Bon, I think, uh, well, she's run home in in what fifty six eight from the breeze, and she's absolutely crushed them. I think she's a a really nice driver. It, it is worth noting, and we discussed this briefly with mile rates. I mean, two six seven is obviously extremely moderate, but not too many. Mile rate is one fifty eight six. Not too many trotters have the speed of going to go fifty six eight their final half. So yeah. uh, the fact that the fact that she even possesses that speed suggests that she's going to go a very very long way. Because uh, as mentioned, not many of them can break sort of fifty seven and a half. So if she's going fifty six eight at this point off a moderate tempo, it must be said, then uh, she's got a pretty big future. You would have thought. Looking forward to the next month or so in harness racing, the Kilmore Cup, a time on an event Thursday night, boys. Looking forward to that. So that should be an absolute ripper. It's going to be a great race. I think, um, well, Emma Stewart's going to have a number of runners there. I think yeah. the nominations might still be open, but uh, Emma Stewart will have a number of, uh, of her stars there and there'll be um, there'll be some others chipping in, but always a great event. And I guess in the, in the next month, Bond, the most important thing we're looking forward to is your hair growing back. Yeah, I, well, it's... It, Last year's Kilmore Cup, and I want people to go out there because it's a great meeting and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a, a great feature race, but it was real cold out there 12 oh, well, months thanks ago. Thanks for that, Jeez. Jason. You have to well, mention that. Well, I, I'm just saying that it's... it's it, that well, why don't you Scott... shut up and just say it's going to be a great <laughs> night? Say, hey, scare everybody away saying it's going to be have cold. Have you checked it's, the weather? Well, well, just rug up and you'll have fun. Kilmore's a wonderful place. I went to school there for a year at Assumption College, and many a time in the winter, I went to a Kilmore Harness Racing meeting, and you rug up and you have fun. It's a wonderful track, a track full of history, and I recommend that you head out there to Kilmore. Weather looks okay. Listen, looks listen, okay. listen to me. It's a great me- I said it was a great meeting, Gareth. Two things. Will you be there on Thursday night? I- I'll tell you what, you won't be, number one. Number two, is there any place in Victoria you didn't attend school for at least a term or a semester <laughs> or go away for a holiday with your family? Because you, you seem to, to grow onto every single country town as though I love it. somehow I love, you're part of them. Yeah, because I love everyone I just and I qu- love them. I just want to quickly mention this because I think that they're worth mentioning. These are some of the people that have... Uh, that have that have given to the uh, given to the good cause. Jeff Milne, Greg Sugars, Jess Tubbs, Darren Clayton, Brittany Graham, Craig Not, Ryan Stanaway, Cam Brown, the Wizard, the Architect, Tori Glenister, Harness Racing Victoria. I expect to see your name, Gareth Hall, here on my world's greatest shave page for uh, what's going to go down no tomorrow. Problems. Because you were, well, you you can, you can take some pride. You were at the very start of it, so yeah. I, I expect you to get involved. Deep just down, something, I think you're, small. Deep down, I think you're loving all this publicity. He's absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I, 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 I tell you what, mate. If if I thought if I thought two two things, if I thought I was allowed to keep the beard, 
or that no, uh, but you said at the start the first no, question I, I, was. I know, I know, or, or it was something, or it was something where you know it was a physical activity. I think it'd be great fun if we were getting the same level of interest. But I'm not like it's it's not going to be good for me. It's my birthday the next week. It's going to be mm. it's a milestone birthday, Gareth, as you might know. On How Saturday, old are you? I'll, I'll, I'll be turning forty. Forty years of age. <laughs> forty going on seventeen. <laughs> Wouldn't you prefer to be 40 going on 17? You're the most immature, youngest 40-year-old I know. Gareth, you're 36 going on 51. So well, like, I'd prefer to be, I'd be prefer the Benjamin Button status, mate, than going the other way. Although yeah. that all might change when sometimes you know how you have to afternoon. grow up. Sometimes everyone say, "Geez, that horse is mature." Um, just give him a few uh, months or a few years, put him out in the mm. paddock. Mm. Unfortunately, Jason, we put him out of the paddock a few times, <laughs> and he's still green. Um, but I love Shane, you, Jason. Shane, glim- Shane glimpses. Um, tell me this, boys. The other question: yeah. I want to know who wins the Brownlow Medal. Uh, I'm, I'm big. This on is this. one of your great. So I, I, I take. A, I take the reason I've taken a week off is just because I go through it, every single game for the entire year. And the, I, what's your I, record I'm, like, first of all? And don't lie. No, no, no. It's look. It's it, I'm not usually after trying to find the winner. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find the gold. Mine the gold, and I'll give you two, Gareth. Okay. Rowan Marshall <laughs> to, to get most votes for St Kilda. Yes. $21. He's about 21 bucks. Rowan la- Marshall. The umpires don't even know who he is. You, la- you, you laugh now. It'll happen. And Ali, yo, you can, he will get most votes for West Coast at $4. And you can run him through anything you can get in terms of groups or anything like that. Elliot Yo will go within... He'll five, be second with one round he'll, to go. He'll no. go within five votes, five votes of winning the whole thing. No, the problem with Elliot Yo, and I've always been a big fan of Elliot Yo, I've said it on this show a Classic few Gareth, times. he's been a big fan, but he's about to knock no, him. No, no, in, no, no. Like what I'm saying is that Elliot Yo is in the top three midfielders in the competition for mine because he plays both ways and he stops the big-name players. But unfortunately, when you're, you're, you're doing the votes for the Brownlow... They don't care if Elliot Yo, and this is where the experts give him five votes, but the the, the umpires are not going to say, well, Elliot Yo got 21 disposals and did have an influence on the game, but he stopped Nat Five and he only had eight kicks. They're not going to yeah, give him three the, votes the, the, because they don't think like we think. So that's why is, he's never voted well or polled the, well. The, the difference is this year he's become he, – he's – a more meterage gaining player, Luke Shuey. The guys who is going to be competing with for votes in that midfield, like Luke Shuey and Dom Sheed, mm. are not exactly incredibly well, damaging midfielders. Are I'll they? tell you I'll, one thing: I'll as well, do... he has a lot of kicks. Yeah, he has. Yeah. He, he, has he, a lot he of kicks, kicks the ball, Elliot Yo. He and that's why he he like Bontempelli and a few others. They kick the ball more than they handball. They make meterage. Uh, he's been more evident and more relevant this year than ever before. He's kicked goals. Elliot Yo will vote big time. Well, I was going to donate a hundred dollars to the big shave for Jason Bonington, but if Elliot Yo wins the big, uh, the, not the big shave, if he wins the most votes for the West Coast Eagles, easily, I'll donate five hundred. We're going to have 100 on. He's basically yeah. going to have enough to win 2,000, so he'll give, he'll give 500. I, I guarantee you, he, 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 you can, run, he, with tabs you can run him through weeks. a stack of... He's in a group. He's in one of those groups with tabs. Parker, beat, what, did he, what, did he, what did he do last year with the votes, Elliot? Yeah, I, I think I backed him last year and he didn't... Did he? Oh, we'll get on top of that. I don't think he polled particularly well... But he did come through through the final series, almost yeah, sort of like, boosted his yeah, profile. It's like tipping Matt DeBoer as uh, the leading vote um, getter for 
That's probably a bad example, a little bit. But you know what I'm trying to say. Like, you need oh, to go Shuey or Gaff. Jacob Hopper. Huh? Jacob Hopper and from GWS. Ja- Jacob Hopper from GWS can nearly top their votes as well. He's been a, a vastly underrated player. And he's not a guy who's going to get a lot of threes, but he, he's okay. going to, he's, he's got the potential to vote in a lot of matches, Gareth. 15 votes, Elliot Yo last year. Finished at 13th. 15 votes. I'm telling yep. you now, he's had a clearly better season this season, Elliot Yo. He will, he will vote... He will get 20 or so. $51 for top three with Dab. Who's the... Yeah, he won't finish top three, Blake. Well, who, who, who's the favourite for West Coast? The Chewy's fav- into $2.25. Yeah, I it's mean, just tight, though. Yeah. What about Gath? He's $3.50 or thereabouts. He's the one splitting yeah. Chewy and Yeah, no, give, give me Yo every every single day of the week. He will win most votes for West Coast. Okay, I'm not going to do anything if he doesn't, by the way, but he will. <laughs> hey, boys, we might get you on Thursday for an extended chat for the Kilmore Cup. If that's okay, oh no, so that's no, good. At the latter part, welcome. at the latter part of the show, so you could do what you're doing right now, or you could come into the studio and say good day. Uh, well, not a bad plan. Love to say good day because it feels like it feels like you, you you can abuse me more easily when I'm not there because I think the physical presence of having me there yeah. and looking you in the eye, you find it a little bit harder. Are you you're, saying you dominate him before oh, you stand just, over just him? Just stand over him a little wow. bit. But, he, but he, when he when he thinks he's got a little bit of space between us, he wow. really goes a bit, bit more aggressively. <laughs> I have to stay clear of you when you come into the studio because usually you're getting home for the Monday morning <laughs> session. Hey, i got to go, boys. Thanks for that. A lot of fun as always. See you tomorrow, mate.